Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Photo Taco on the Improved Photography Network. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. I'm your host, Jeff Harmon. I want to thank everyone who's joined our Facebook group and is participating out there. Facebook.com slash group slash Photo Taco. Really great way to interact with the show with a lot of the listeners. It's a really fun group to be a part of. Lots of fun things going on up there. It's time to announce the winner of the free portfolio review contest we ran in the month of July 2016. There were quite a number of people who entered into the contest, social media or iTunes reviews. And the winner is Early Dan, E-A-R-L-Y-D-A-N, who submitted a review of the podcast in iTunes on July 6th. I want to thank everyone who entered the contest. You really helped out the show. Um, Since I don't have a way to figure out contact information for Early Dan, if you will email me at ipeditorjeff like improve photography, IP editor, Jeff, I-P-E-D-I-T-O-R-J-E-F-F at gmail.com. Then uh, send me your contact info and we'll get hooked up on uh, how we're going to do this review and I'll get you a personalized audio recording of my feedback of your portfolio. By the way, some of the feedback I, I got as we went through this contest was that there are people who do not want to use Facebook and they still want to be able to contact me on the show. You can look in the show notes. I have lots of contact info in there about from Twitter and Instagram too. Another couple of ways to do it. Plus you can email me at that address, ipeditorjeff at gmail.com. All together, ipeditorjeff. Okay, with that out of the way, let's get into the topic today, which I think will be a little bit shorter than the last few episodes have been. It follows a little bit from some of the discussion that I had with the Lightroom Queen, Victoria Bampton, in the last episode, where I talked about how I love to use the collections feature in Lightroom. If you missed that episode where I talked to Victoria, you really need to check it out. She was great. What a superstar. Loved having her on the show. I hope I can have her back, convince her to come on the show again when we get big changes in Lightroom to be able to talk about it. Um, if you haven't visited her website and checked out the content she's got, she's got really good free ebooks and some paid ebooks too. And uh, it's just great. Lightroomqueen.com. All right. But we talked about in that episode that I track my top 10 photos and collections throughout the year. And then in December, I go through those and the ones that I thought were my best work, and I narrow it down to only 10. I, I get my top 10 photos. It's not the only way I use collections. And I'm not really going to go over the whole thing in detail because there's already a Photo Taco episode on that topic, a dedicated discussion to collections. I did it back in April of 2015. The best way to find any Photo Taco episode, but the best way to find this one would be photo, go to Google, do a search for photo space and then taco and then space and the subject, in this case, collections. And it'll be the it should be the first thing that comes up, and you'll be able to find that episode and listen to it if you want to learn more about collections and how I use them. With that said, this question about collections comes today from Mark Hazelton in our Facebook group, and he said, "Hey Jeff, I have a question about working between Lightroom and Photoshop. When I right-click in Lightroom, edit in Photoshop, and then save, it does not." Oh, sorry. It does save in Lightroom, but ends up with all my other thousands of photos. Kind of gets lost. Not in the collection that the original photo was in. Is there a way to save it so that it ends up in the same collection? 
I've looked and can't figure it out. Is it even possible? Any help would be appreciated. Thanks. And Mark, thanks for the question. Really good question. I think there's little things like this that can really cause people problems and frustration and not figure out how to make it work. And I think this, in this case, there's maybe one little step that you're missing. I hope, I hope that's what it's going to be. And so I'm going to walk through in detail what the workflow is. But right off the bat, one of the things could be not using the same version of Lightroom that I am. I have to be honest with the way I use collections. I did start using them pretty early on in 2014, 2013. I was using them but not as effectively as I am today. My ability and my the workflow has incorporated collections quite a bit more over the last couple of years. And I, I can't say for sure that it's always worked this way. So if you're using an older version of Lightroom, maybe that's part of the challenge, but I think it might be one little step in the workflow. And, and let's go through that to make see if that's it. So first off, I make a normal collection, and I say normal collection because there's three kinds when you go to create a collection in, in Lightroom. In the library module, on the left-hand side, if you scroll to the very bottom, there's a panel there called collections, and there's a plus sign on the panel. If you hit that, you can make one of three things. You can make a new smart collection, and I'm not gonna talk about those today. I actually don't use the smart collections very much. It's probably an area I should investigate a little bit more. Um, there's probably, I know even with keywords, there's some good power there, but we're not gonna talk about those. There's also create a collection set, and I, am, I do use those quite a bit, and then there's create a collection. Collection set, you can think of as kind of a superset, a parent of collections. So you can kind of group some collections underneath it. That's how I think of it. Sort of like with folders, you can have a parent folder and then you can go create folders underneath it, a bunch of directories. It's a similar concept, but it's just collections and it's not creating any space on your hard drive. It's not creating uh, anything else, but just kind of some entries in Lightroom to organize things virtually. There's no files that are associated. And that's what I like so much about collections. I can throw photos into lots of different types of collections to organize them, keep track of them without having to duplicate the files and make a real mess on your hard drive. It's, it's super, super powerful. If you haven't used collections, go listen to the podcast episode and you really need to give it a try because it makes a big difference in how you can organize your photos. Um, okay, so but getting back to the thing at hand, the first thing we're going to do in, in walking through kind of this workflow example is create just a collection, not a collection set or a smart collection, a collection. And so you hit that plus button, you, cre you create the collection. Let's just, in our example, to walk through the workflow, let's say that you're going to name the collection Photo Taco. All right, just for our example. Now, I'm gonna take a quick aside here for one second and kind of share with you a tip of something that I've kind of learned about Lightroom and Lightroom Mobile and how collections work. So another good reason that you should use collections is that's the only way you can sync photos into Lightroom Mobile. So if your workflow doesn't incorporate collections today, you need to in order to use Lightroom Mobile. That's all you can do is tell Lightroom that you want to sync specific collections out to the cloud. You can't sync folders, only collections, at least as of the recording of this podcast. So good reason to use them. But a thing to note about that is whatever you name your collection when you want to sync that to Lightroom Mobile, 
whatever its name is, is what the name is going to be in Lightroom Mobile. It makes sense when you think about it. That's, of course, what it's going to do. But if you use collection sets to organize things and kind of make a hierarchy so that you can separate things out. Let me give you kind of an example with my top 10 that I do and I talked about with Victoria in the last episode. I create the beginning in January, I create a new collection set, not a collection, a collection set. And that's because I want to put a couple of collections underneath it. And so I named that collection set this year in 2016, I named it Top 10 2016. That's the name of the collection set. Then I created a collection underneath it that is called candidates, as in candidates for being in my top 20. Then as I go through the whole year and I edit a photo and I think, wow, that has kind of been one of my better shots of this year. I really like that one. That one's a five on my starring system. I will add that to that candidates collection in the top 10 2016 collection set. Hope you can envision this as we're going along. That's great. And then in December, when I get to having to pick my top 10, I'll usually have between 20 and 50 uh, photos inside of that candidates collection. I'll have a whole bunch of photos in there that I was really proud of myself for for doing, and I'll, I'll have them in there. And so I create another collection in that top 10 2016 collection set that I call final. All right, so, and then I copy all of the photos that I got in my candidates collection over into the final collection, which is one of the powerful things about collections that there's no files moving around. I'm not duplicating anything on a hard drive. I'm just creating like pointers to where these files are, just a database entry that says, I want to organize a whole bunch of photos together inside of a group, and it's called a collection. All right. Then I go through that final collection underneath the collection set, and that's when I'll pick out and lower, (laughs) figure out which are the 10 that were actually the best. So I'll, I'll leave the candidates collection alone because I like having that history there too. I like being able to see what it is that I thought were my best photos for the year, and then the top 10, the final collection, I'll have be the actual top 10. So I tell you all of that, it's a long way to get about this, but I tell you that because if I sync that uh, final collection inside the top 10 2016 collection set, I don't have any context for it in Lightroom Mobile. It will only, it'll sync the photos, it'll sync the collection, but it will only label it final. That's it. You don't have any context for the fact that it's inside a collection set that was named Top 10 2016. And, you know, I figured this out just as I've been using Lightroom Mobile and making it kind of more of a workflow, more of a thing I've been looking at. And so uh, I've decided that I have to be more descriptive in the collections underneath a collection set just so that when it syncs to Lightroom Mobile, I have a sense for what it is. I do. I use collections with my customers too, as I call them out or as I send them off to the customer so that they want they can choose their best photos that they want me to work on. Uh, I'll get back kind of a list of file names is usually how people do it so that they can tell me these are the 20 best photos, or it depends on what package they bought. Um, but I'll, I'll do those and they'll sync, but if I just named it something like favorites, 
that used to be kind of one of the things I would do is I'll have a collection set for the customer and then I'll have proofs and favorites and final and I would categorize those collections. Then when I sync those out, it wouldn't have any context in Lightroom Mobile about what specific final set of photos it was or, or favorites it was that the customer picked. So I need to, I had to include some more detail in the naming. So just keep that in mind as you're naming collections that whatever name you pick for the collection, that's what's going to sync out to Lightroom Mobile. And you won't really be able to see the hierarchy of collection sets. Hopefully over time, it'll be something that Adobe will address and make it so that you will be kind of able to see that, maybe see the, the collection set itself and see this collection inside of it or something like that. But today that's not there. Today it just syncs the name of the collection and, uh, and it's kind of confusing if you don't name it detailed enough. All right, so sorry we went off on that tangent there. If you're not real interested in, in Lightroom Mobile and collections, it's not part of Mark's question, but I thought it might be pertinent to point it out. I didn't talk about it in the uh, 2015 podcast, so I thought I'd bring it up today. All right, so let's go back to the workflow. We've got our brand new photo taco collection that you're working from, right? Now you need to get photos in that collection and there's kind of two prevalent ways to do it. Well, actually there's three. Uh, the first would be that when you have your photos and you're in the folders panel of the library module in Lightroom, and that's, it's confusing, it's really hard to talk about these things in audio, but I hope you can visualize that or you're following along in Lightroom as you're looking at it. If you're in Lightroom and you're in the library module, on the left-hand side, there's a bunch of panels there. One of those is called folders. That's probably the one you're most familiar with. That's where you can look at the actual photos on your hard drive or hard drives, wherever they're located. And if you go down further, there's the collections panel. But if you're in the folders panel and you've got kind of a, a recent photo shoot folder selected, and you can see all the thumbnails from that shoot. If you go through and select some or filter down, maybe you went through and you called them so that you put three stars on the photo or you put uh, color on the photo or pick flags versus uh, reject flags. However it is you work through selecting the photos, if you filter down or if you just pick on the thumbnails and, and uh, multi-select and pick the thumbnails, you can drag and drop from that folder view over to the left-hand side and scroll down to the collections part and then drag, drag the photos that you selected into the collection and that will add them to the collection. Or you can, when you, you can populate or select a bunch of photos in the folder view from the folder panel and then go and on the left-hand side pick create collection and um, check a checkbox that says include selected photos. Then when it creates the collection, it will automatically add all the photos that you had selected in the folders panel when you get it started. Okay, so uh, the third way is a target collection. When you create a collection, you can also say that you want it to become a target collection. And then as you go through photos, and this is what I actually do for my top 10, you can right click or push shift B, but you can right click and you can say add to target collection. And I, I since I set my candidates collection underneath my top 10 2016 um, collection set, then I, as I'm going through one, if I, if I edit a photo and I'm like, wow, this is one of my best, then I, it's a real simple thing just to say, add it to the target collection. And I don't disrupt my workflow. I don't move where I'm at. I don't change anything. It just gets added to that collection. And then I move on and I know that I'm going to have that as an option as a candidate for being in my top 10 
for the year. So um, that's kind of a, a rough way to get started on collections. So now that you've got photos in the collection, here's maybe the step that you're missing, Mark, when, when you are trying to round trip through Photoshop and back into Lightroom. You're probably staying on the folders panel in the library module, which is also where it will still stay if you flip over to the develop module. So if you're in library and you're on the folders panel and then you go to the develop module, the library module is still on the folders panel. And if you, in the develop module from there, round trip into Photoshop, do some edits and then save and come back, it's gonna dutifully save the, the edits that you made as a brand new file because Photoshop is a destructive editor. It overwrites everything. So you don't wanna save it to back to the original name and overwrite your original. It will automatically kind of figures that out and it will save it as a brand new file, usually add dash edit to the name of the file and it will save it in the same spot as the original photo. It'll, so in the folder, it, on your hard drive, it will put it in the same spot but it has no idea that you wanna add that to a collection. You didn't tell it anything about adding it to a collection. Even if the photo that you were working on was already added to a collection, because in the library um, module, you are in the folders panel, it doesn't know to add that folder to the collection. So what you have to do is instead of doing your develop edits from the folder panel, in the library module, you need to go back to the library module, you need to go down to the collections panel, and you need to click on the collection you just made. We just, in the podcast, we talked about making a photo taco collections. So you added a bunch of photos into that collection, you now have to go down to the, the collections panel in the library module on the left-hand side, click on the collection, and now it will show all of the photos that are inside that collection. And if you flip over, you pick on one and you flip over the develop module, because you went to the develop module from the collections panel in the library module, it knows anything you do here needs to be added to the collection. And if you round trip to Photoshop, do some edits, hit save and come back, it will be there in the collection. I, at least it's as I use it on Windows and on Mac. I've tried it on both just to make sure it works on both, and it does. They work flawlessly for me. If you do HDR or photo merges from there, if you pick a, a two, three photos, and then you do either HDR or photo merge and, or panorama, and you edit in the Photoshop that way and come back, it might move the, add the photo, the result to the end of the collection instead of right next to the photo that you start, like the first photo that you did. So if you don't see it right next to the photo, it might be because the name of it is different enough that it shows up independently inside of that collection. But that's kind of the key to it. You have to start off in the collections panel of the library module rather than in the folders panel of the library module. And then if you round trip and come back, it, when it saves and, and gets loaded back up into Lightroom, it will put it into the collection and have that work. So hopefully that's helpful, Mark. Hopefully you can figure out why that didn't work before. And I hope that that was the problem or the challenge that you were in the, the folders panel instead of the collections panel from the library module when you were trying to do your round tripping into Photoshop. So I hope that makes sense and that that helps. If it didn't help, Mark, I'd love to know kind of if you are working in that workflow, what else is going on? What version of Lightroom are you using? Are you on Windows or Mac? Give me some more information if this doesn't help you solve the problem. 
and we'll see if we can figure it out because I'd like to know how to help other people and what to do about it if this is a common problem. But for me, like I said, if I, as long as I start from the collections panel, round tripping through Photoshop, it always adds it to the right collection for me. And in fact, what I end up having to do, when, usually when I round trip through and I'm working on like a final panel, uh, final collection, I, I want to remove the one that I didn't do in Photoshop and I take it out of the collection. It's not deleting the photo off of the hard drive, but I don't want it to end up inside of the collection because there's two of them there. I, I really only want one of them there. And so I remove the one that wasn't edited in Photoshop because uh, the Photoshop work, I presume, is the better edit and final photo for what I was working on. So it's that consistent for me that I end up having to remove the photo out of the collection and it auto gets auto-added. So there you go. That's it for this episode. I hope that helped. As always, I encourage you to check out the other podcasts on the Improved Photography Network. We have Portrait Sessions, and Tripod, and Improved Photography really, really fun podcasts. I listen to them every week. I love listening to them. And you got to go check them out if you haven't. Also take some time and head over to the mothership at improvephotography.com. If we didn't have this that site, this podcast would not be possible. You need to go over there, support the site. If you aren't checking it out every single day, you're missing out. There's a lot of really good content being produced by a lot of different authors on the site, uh, including some articles that I publish. And uh, you need to go check those out. It's not always covered on our podcasts. And uh, you need to go visit improvephotography.com every single day. It is the best way to improve your photography. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!